0: it ain't that fucking hard guys we ain't building a rocket we're getting guys over in a fake fucking business
1: with a fresh look through experienced eyes at forgotten matches and unknown classics this is the piece of business podcast with Gren and Jeremy. hello again everybody we are back (laughs) at piece of business podcast after we took a week off uh, we are here again. This is episode number 15. My name is Jeremy at EPL and NFL. Joining me, as always, my tag team partner from across the sea, the barroom brawling, disco dancing, dynamite stretching, intercontinental playboy. Folks, he's more over than an insurrection with QAnon morons. He is at GA Night. Mr. Glenn Abbott, how are you, sir?
0: I'm doing really well. And how is the Pope of political positivity being this week?
1: <laughs> well, you know, I'm telling you, Glenn, uh, it's just been such a mess over here. I don't know <laughs> what's
0: going on. I mean, these people are in freaking sane. Yep. That's for sure. Uh,
1: you know, I, 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 I try to tell all our, our pals in the bestie chat, you know, things Things are going to be OK. Things are going to work themselves out. This is a blip. This is an anomaly uh, that uh, the the good guy, or the blue team, won the last election. Even if you don't always agree with everything that the blue guys say and do, uh, I think it's uh, based on the results of the election. Most people would consider the blue team good guys, and uh, they won. They won fair and square. But some people just can't seem to accept the loss they can't take defeat um and uh, you know like i said i was trying to tell everybody it's gonna be okay i i did not i mean i expected there to be some shenanigans this week um i can't say that i exactly expected that to happen (laughs) you know but no but it's like i told some people before you know if you think back to this summer when you had the the Black Lives Matter rallies, you know, all across the country. And they went on for days and days. And there's millions of people in streets. Um, You look look at what you had this with a couple of thousand yahoos. um, That to me gives me hope because there are still more good guys in this country than bad guys.
0: Definitely. And they've done the exact opposite for what they wanted to do because... They've united both sides, the sensible sides of both parties, against them.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what I, that's what I told people. You know that that the the, the red team is going to eventually just wind up eating themselves because mm. you're going to have the the sensible people on the red team um, that. Uh, You know, that I may disagree with um, on policy issues and on social issues and things like that, you know, things that we vote on, um, but are at their core good, decent human beings. They just tend to think about some things differently than I do, and we can have intelligent discussions about it, you know, but these people... That uh, what they did this week—they're—they're they're absolute loonies. I mean, these are the, <laughs> these are the QAnon people that think that the the upper echelon of the Democratic Party are kidnapping children and eating babies.
0: That's it. And I The mean, world's flat. <laughs> and the world's flat.
1: And the world's flat. I mean, come on, you know, you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't get it. I don't get it um, at all, you know, but. uh things are going to be okay. You know, they, they, uh, um, the people are now expecting there to be some more shenanigans on, um, inauguration day, I guess that's coming up, uh, on the 20th. Um, but you know, it, it's not going to be on that day. There's going to be a lot more, uh, security and preparation and, you know, these idiots are on the internet basically telling people what they're going to do. Yep. you know. <laughs> You know, if 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 the FBI or the CIA or the police or anybody had any sense or common decency, they're going to intercept a whole lot of this stuff before it ever happens. Now, I mean, they saw they they let their guard down, and I don't believe they're going to do it again.
0: No, that's it. Yeah, I don't, I just don't think that no anybody was expecting that what happened.
1: Yeah. It was just a, it was, it was a, that was, that was their shot. That was their, the best they could do. And I don't even know what they ultimately wanted to do. You know, unless you believe the rumors, how they wanted to kidnap some of the politicians and possibly execute them or whatever. But uh, I don't know what they really intended to do or thought they were going to get out of it, uh, thought they were going to get out of the whole deal. Um, you know, you hear these people, you know, and I know some of these people that I come into contact with daily that, you know, they're just convinced now that the United States is going to be some crazy socialist country where, you know, you go into the grocery store and there's only one type, one type of toilet paper you can get. There's only one bottle of soap you can get. And these crazy, crazy things that they talk about and how you know, they, they wonder, well, now what are we going to do? Now what, what, what you're going to do is you're going to go home, you're going to wake up in the morning, you're going to go to work, you're going to live your life exactly the same way that you did before.
0: Yeah, we had it. We've had it all, especially uh, the uh, anti foreigner mob with uh, Brexit and everything. Uh, and even before that, oh, the EU are going to insist on us having straight bananas. <laughs> mm-hmm. How? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah it, it,
1: it, They have no concept of how, how the real world works. No. You know? but, um
0: anyway talking the of the real world let's get on to some yeah. wrestling shall we
1: absolutely the real world i know you told me earlier you uh you went back in time a little bit watched some old stuff
0: i did and i'm more in love with sherry than ever sherry not only not only for all her work in the wwf as a manager but the girl is actually a bloody good wrestler. Yeah. She was actually a good... In 1985, she was probably sort of mid-card in the WWE's women's roster now, if not sort of mid-high card, I would say, in skill set <laughs> and everything. And obviously, her character work, second to none.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, there was... I mean, I think there was a time that, you know, you could say that she was definitely the best um, North American women's wrestler in the world, you know, definitely, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not here to tell you that she's, um, if, if you transported her best version of herself, uh, to 2021, that she's, you know, know, Oscar's equal or Rhea Ripley's equal. I'm not saying that, but, uh, she's a lot better than a lot of the a lot of the women and a lot of the promotions today
0: oh yeah and a lot better than she was ever being given credit for because a lot of people just know her as a valet or a manager yeah and you know and women's wrestling was
1: really back then was just an attraction you know it wasn't uh, you know, people today don't really, I guess, understand that it was almost like having a, um, a, a midget match on my card, you know. Yeah, uh, it, it was just an attraction, you know, it wasn't ever really featured. Mm-hmm. But uh, when Sherry had her chances, she did great. So, what did uh, what did you see with Sherry?
0: It's- it was AWA, um, and I've forgotten the name of the from the show, um, the, uh.
1: Super
0: Clash. That was it. Super Clash number one. Super Clash One. On YouTube. And uh, it's a hokey ma- it's a hokey show, if nothing else. <laughs> There's a lot of uh they yeah, had some great I, that, yeah, some great matches on there. Like uh the Midnight um Midnight Express. Uh God. I should make notes. I really should make notes.
1: <laughs> we put a lot of prep work into this show.
0: <laughs> we do, we do. They, well, look, Legion look, of Doom, Legion of Doom were on now. there. The Road yeah. Warriors were on there as a... and you know, how can you come up with a hokey finish with a Road Warriors match? It was, especially yeah. when. They're...
1: And that was that was Road Warriors versus
0: the Freebirds. Freebirds, yeah. Unbelievable. A match that anybody looking at on paper would say we'd want to go and pay and watch that. But if I paid if I paid my money specifically to go and watch that, and they came up with a hokey finish that they did, then I'd be demanding my money back. <laughs> and there yeah, was a, yeah, it was quite a few of those matches that was the same on it. It was just a very strange show.
1: Yeah, uh yeah, and I think that that I'm maybe misremembering, but I think that that Road Warriors match. I think they were leaving the AWA, yeah. so I mean, I think that they had to get. Uh, did they did they lose the title to the Freebirds? They, they
0: did lose it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they well, the Freebirds just basically said we're taking the titles and walked off with them. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: and yeah. there seemed to be a lot of that going on
1: yeah and I, this super card i haven't i've seen it but i haven't seen it in a long time the super clash card it, it, it seemed like every match or every other match was a dq or a screw job yeah. finish or something
0: yeah the, as i said the sherry Martel Martel match was one of the few that had a clean finish to it
1: right yeah yeah but i mean that card i'm looking at the card now i mean you, the, the names on this card yeah. are crazy you know yeah. you've got mill mascaris you've got Scott Hall and Kurt Henning and Ray Stevens and Nick Bockwinkel and Larry yep. Zabisco and Baba and Harley Race That's and the Rob yeah. and the, the, the Road Warriors and uh, Freebirds. Rick Flair and Magnum TA were on this card, you know.
0: <laughs> yep, that was another good match, but another hokey finish.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, the
0: three-on-three yeah, three was that,
1: that, and that, you know, in the super superclass, that was you know, an AWA production, you know. So yeah. Rick and Magnum coming from the NWA, you know, I guess old Vern Gagne, uh, when he had the pencil at the time, really didn't care what, what those guys did. So he didn't mind a hokey finish for them because he knew weren't, they weren't coming back, you know.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 two people coming in just to put bums on seats for him. So
1: Exactly, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, on paper, that card, I mean, should have been – on paper that's a better looking card than WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: The but, three uh, on three
1: a, 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 AWA is gonna AWA.
0: Yeah, the three the, the three on three was another good match. That was another good
1: Yeah. Which was uh, um
0: Scott Hall. And,
1: and you're Looking at the looking at the card, you know, there's uh matches on the card and mm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven of them were for titles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I bet if you looked, about nine of them finished DQ or yeah, count out. Yeah.
1: The garbage finish. Garbage, garbage, garbage. But uh, yeah, that was one of the, those super clash cards. Every one of them really, oh, I say every one of them, most of them always look good on paper, but they never quite. Uh, paid off um but uh we had mlw this week if we went up to modern times here we uh mlw gave us their kings of coliseum show um i know we each watched that uh what do you think about mlw this week
0: uh i was actually shockingly after we bumped them up so much underwhelmed by it I know it's only an hour, and I know we got it for free, but the tag match with the Von Eriks versus the Contra, that was a good match. But it wasn't any different. it They built it up to be something it wasn't. It was just another episode of MLW. They could have done that quite – I would have quite happily seen that just as a normal week and built up and paid – to see a special especially a hammerstone against the the uh the big old geezer um, yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah as you yeah, always I said as it, you...
1: Did, it, did, it did seem like just a regular week of mlw uh, so that it was underwhelming was a good good word there I, I, it wasn't
0: bad no it wasn't <laughs> bad at but all. it just, it wasn't, it was, at all. It
1: just yeah. wasn't wasn't a pay-per-view worthy so it's was...
0: no and um, they seem to use it more as a vehicle for uh, hyping up that Selena De La Renta's be is producing this week's show, rather than so I think we'll have Mel Mortis get involved somewhere along that uh, along the lines this coming week. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, I'm I'm think I think that's going to be okay. It's going to be good. Uh, you know, I'm uh, Selena is is over with me uh, mm. so to speak. Uh, so I, I think she can she can bring something to it. Uh, yeah, I agree with that MLW assessment. Uh, you know, definitely underwhelming, but not bad. Uh, I liked, I liked the the main event was the Hammerstone and Kruger batch. and you know, I, I like that. You know, Kruger went out first. He's in the ring. Hammerstone comes out, and he just goes after him. Yeah, you know, there's no no waiting to hit, hit a pose or to say a catchphrase or wait for no. the music finish you know that's how you start a match between two horses that don't like each
0: other you well, know so, then, uh, yeah, that's how it's done yeah, mm. yeah but then just to the halfway through it basically say oh dear we've run out of time right, <laughs> right. Yeah. it's supposed you know, to be okay. a blood feud let's see a bit of you've spoiled me actually now i was i, 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 <laughs> I wanted somebody to get busted open in that because it is it, it, a blood feud these two guys really don't like each other. Yeah. Right, and they're huge. Yeah. And when they hit each other in the face,
1: they should leave a mark.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: so I, I understand the idea, you know, the concept of, you know, you know, fighting as time runs out on the broadcast. Of course, you know, that makes you want to see what's next. But uh, uh, they, they built it up and built it up and built, built it up, and I didn't get a payoff.
0: No, that's it.
1: So, you know, but we'll see, you know, I still, uh, overall very happy with what MLW is doing. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, it's one of the, one of the highlights of the week for the things that I, uh, try to watch. And, uh, I went back and watched from NXT this week. I watched that second Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor match. They had another match for the championship. Um, I know you haven't seen that yet, so I won't, uh, go too deep into it uh other than to say i know you enjoyed their first match right
0: yes oh yeah
1: yeah Yeah, i think you know that one for me i think was one of the contenders for match of the year for 2020. um they had another good match uh same sort of match you know a lot of of mat wrestling a lot of striking real tight real snug um not a lot of high-flying stuff um, you know, the kind of match that these two guys you would think they would have, it was a good match. I don't think, in my opinion, it was as good as the first one. I think maybe this one they came back with a little too quick, because um, that other one was still so fresh in people's minds, but but not, not a bad match. I would recommend it anybody that hasn't seen it to go back and check that one out um those two guys especially o'reilly i mean when he works he leaves it all in the rain
0: yeah they obviously before that one started to to the pair of them don't damage each other as much as you did the first time please
1: (laughs) right right we need you guys on tv
0: (laughs) we don't Uh, want you killing each other again please yeah
1: But uh, definitely worth a watch to go back and see. Um, And I know you watched NXT UK this week. Tell us about that.
0: Hoss fight. Oh, talk about a hoss fight. Saxton Huxley (laughs) against the Bomber. Absolute amazing match. Not quite up to Ilya and uh, Walter standards, but it was a good, true hoss fight. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and check that one out. I can't, uh, I can't miss a horse fight.
0: No, <laughs> they both, they both got in, uh, both got in what they needed to do, uh, beat the crap out of one another. Uh, it was a very good match.
1: When is the next um, NXT pay pay per view or special not, or anything like that? When's
0: that happening? There's not one penciled in at the moment. I think they're uh-huh. right, uh, we're we're. Back in the midst midst of a national lockdown again, so I think they're just holding fire on it now until they can act we can actually start getting people back.
1: Yeah, they don't want a uh, UK uh, Thunderdome, I guess. Huh?
0: No, no, no. That BT Centre, it's all right for doing like studio shows, what they're doing at the moment, but. You, you couldn't do a Thunderdome type thing I, mm. I think i I honestly think what will happen is they'll probably have a big one when when once uh the restrictions are lifted and we start getting people back in they'll probably do Wembley arena or something
1: oh yeah well I can, I can imagine that they would they would do very well on ticket sale over there if they, if they ran something big in Wembley
0: Oh, After yeah, all yeah. <laughs> definitely Right. Yeah, well, Probably not the stadium because that's WrestleMania or, or SummerSlam to fill that out, but the arena, which he, okay, it holds yeah. about ten thousand people. So, oh yeah,
1: well they 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 do they still do well there. They do, yeah, yeah they do, do well there. Yeah.
0: And the other but thing I watched so, this week, yeah, I really enjoyed was AEW. My mouth. Did you watch AEW this week. I did watch AEW this week and. What did you- Sorry about AEW. <laughs> <laughs> uh the good brothers turned up we got a, we, yeah, we got a uh, meeting or uh, a reforming of the bullet club with yeah. the bucks the young yeah the good brothers and Omega they were all there and they all too sweeted at the end of the show.
1: I thought they weren't allowed
0: to do that well it's because uh, this new thing with impact and uh, they didn't they didn't actually say that it was the bullet club but everybody knew
1: gotcha <laughs> yeah. well you know and maybe will maybe that'll be good I mean maybe that, that that's a good thing you know when you see uh, Anderson and Gallows on the screen I mean mm. they look like Two uh, grow, uh, two grown adult men, badasses. Oh okay. you know, Not, uh, not every tag team in AEW looks that way. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. so you know, maybe maybe that'll be a good thing. You know, and if it. You know, I liked Omega um, for a lot of his uh, stuff in New Japan. Um, I think that he does play the smarmy heel uh, guy pretty well, and I know that's what they're going for here. And maybe with Anderson and Gallows behind him, uh, they can they can kind of catch that fire again. So he,
0: his match was against Ray Phoenix, and I, I, I've always been a fan of Ray Phoenix, but he turned me. Uh, I've not been a great Omega fan ever really. Even when he was in putting in these six star matches in new Japan, I wasn't overly a fan of, but this week that match with Ray Phoenix, it was absolutely a beautiful match. And at the end of it, as I say, he got the beat. He got beat down. The good, the, the, uh, gallows and anderson turned up to save him and poor old moxie yeah. poor old john moxley got beaten up with a baseball bat with wire <laughs> wrapped around it what more could you want <laughs> what did he get bloody
1: did they make him bleed no they didn't, Barbara didn't Barbara make, like, they okay, didn't make they did
0: unfortunately being on national tv they couldn't make him bleed <laughs> but Mox being Mox, he sold the shots beautifully.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, but I mean, as he should. I mean, if he's yeah. getting beat up by Anderson and Gallows, I mean, you got to sell that. You have no choice. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and overall, I I enjoyed the show. I couldn't believe Um Abaddon, mm-hmm. she's a character and a half. Uh, yeah, with, well, them, with, them, with them doing these impact. Uh, AEW crossovers. I would love to see her against Susie. And Susie, I'll I, I keep writing about this and keep talking about it, but Susie turning back into Sue Young halfway through um, because Abaddon's bitter or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that would be absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah, if you wanted a, a theatrical wrestling, I think that's your match right
0: there. Oh, yeah. that yeah, had it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's just, I miss, you know, what do you think about, uh, for, for me, the best thing about AEW, it, it's not, I don't think they've pulled it off as well as it can be done yet, but I love Taz's group.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: You know. He's got Cage, he's got Ricky Starks, and he's got Powerhouse Hobbs. I mean, that's a good group.
0: That is a good group. Uh, it's a sh- uh, now with them uh, having to to rebuild after poor old Cody's passing. Um, I think that they'll they'll become the the main group to challenge.
1: I mean, they, they they should be at the top of the card I mean, or, oh, yeah. or near it. It should be in the discussion. I mean, you've got, you know, you've got Cage who is, uh, he he's still a little, he's, only, he's been wrestling forever, but he still seems like he hasn't really hit his, his, his top level yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but he's, you know, he's your, he's your heavyweight guy. He's your, he's your singles match guy. And. Starks and Hobbs as a tag team to me is just easy money.
0: Oh yeah. And you know that there's big plans for them because Jericho was on commentary again and he was putting them over. As a yeah, rival yeah. faction. So
1: Yeah, so I I, I would like to see you know, I like Taz and the group uh, ascend to the to the top. Of mm-hmm. uh, the cards there, you know they. I think they've got something there. You know, we'll just see. I think a lot of times, my one of my complaints with AEW is they kind of are kind of herky jerky. They kind of start something and then don't go back to it for you know right away when they should, or you know they start something and it's got it's got something, it's got roots, but they they just they nip it. They don't let it grow. Um, so we'll see. You know, that, that's been my one of my biggest complaints about AEW is not following with yeah. things. You know, so they may be seeming like they're going to put over Taz's group this week, and you know, next week they may not even be on the show. You know, that's right. So, but uh, we'll see. So I was that kind of surprised me to say that you uh, watched AEW this week.
0: Yes. Yeah, I watched but it last night. They, a... they
1: might have. You. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Because I have it on uh, one of our terrestrial channels late on a Friday night, so I watch it on catch up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, we'll have to keep an eye on the AEW, see what happens there.
0: It's yeah, yeah. um, got to be interesting. Put it that way. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, right, now, we haven't we haven't mentioned our match this week, Glenn.
0: Ah, uh, we're going to the Electric Bottle Room in Camden. In 2016, uh, it was a match that I actually saw live, and as I posted in the DDT chat, that there's a point where they do a spot, and if you pause it and blow it up, you can just about see one of my trainers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We will. We will look for that while we <laughs> watch along here. Maybe you can uh, give us a heads up and point us to the bottom of your shoe whenever <laughs> it's there. But uh, so yeah, we're gonna watch here in just a moment. A match between Zach Saber Jr. and Prince Devitt from Progress Chapter Thirteen. So hang on, we'll be right back.
0: DDT Wrestling is about friendship. And wrestling. And making a fool out of yourself. I'm DC Matthews. I'm Doc Manson. And I'm DC Matthews. No, you're GQ. Oh oh yeah, I'm GQ. Each week, three longtime friends catch up on their lives and talk about whatever comes to mind, often about wrestling. The conversations come from our hearts. And from our butts. We do not talk out our butts. Well, sometimes we talk from our butts. We've been wrestling fans for decades So if you like the piece of Business podcast You'll probably like us Probably I like you Thanks GQ DDT Wrestling, available from your favorite podcast apps
1: All right, everybody, it is that time, and it it's time for the Watch Along. We are going back, way back to 2016, to see Prince Devitt versus Zach, Zach Sabre Jr., easy for me to say. Uh, this is from Progress Wrestling Chapter 13, and it is available on YouTube and will be in our show notes for anyone interested in watching along with us uh i am ready on my end glenn are you ready
0: i'm nearly ready just a little uh piece before we we start it up uh this show is on youtube because they had problems with the hard camera that day and uh the boys decided that it wasn't as good a quality as they would have liked for the whole show so the whole show they posted free on youtube and I would suggest if if anybody that listens to this hasn't seen a, a progress show, go and have a look on YouTube for Chapter 13. It's a good show overall.
1: I would second that it is worth, uh, worth all of your uh, time to check this progress show out. Um, But we are not going to watch the whole show with you. Just one match uh, against, like I said, Devitt and Sabre. And uh, I'm ready to give the countdown, Glenn, if you are ready to watch.
0: Finger poised. Ready.
1: All right. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Play. All right, we are, this is May 18th of 2016. We are in Camden at the Electric Ballroom. Glenn, it sounds like you've, uh, Electric Ballroom would be a place you've raised a little hell.
0: Um Well, I've DJ'd there. It, it, it was basically a large club in Camden in North London. I've I done my stint there, and this was a move up from Progress from their smaller venue, down the road in Islington, because they were getting, they couldn't keep nicking my grandmother's chairs. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, I was going to say, what happened after this show? Did you and uh,
1: and, and Zach Saber Junior. Uh, you know, go out for a beer after this show?
0: No, no, I, I went straight home after this one because uh, I wasn't a free man by any here. Ah, this, this was right, this was right, basically right. the last progress show i went to i had a chat with jim during the interval and a few see it saw a few old mates but this was my last show and i wanted to get to this one just for this just for this alone the
1: joker Devitt. yeah <laughs> this is see he had, at this point you know devit uh, had been in japan uh for a while you know so he's yeah. kind of coming back to progress just for a uh for a one-time show here right
0: this is a one-off uh i think he was doing a last tour of europe before he signed me with nxc yeah yeah he uh now
1: this this would you know i get the impression when i watch this the first time that this is a baby face match right baby face versus baby face oh yeah
0: yeah yeah there was no No, no no no, no was,
1: baby face dynamic here
0: no this is this is a uh, as you will see a just a good wrestling match between two baby faces well if you could call yeah, that, 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 that if you could call that was your baby face yeah right right well you know in <laughs> you know
1: 2016 in modern era that's a baby face <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, if you have a babyface match, I mean, there's a there's a certain way that you have to do a babyface match to make it work, to make it make sense. But it's got to be, I mean, unless you're doing an angle where one guy clearly turns on the other guy, you know, a babyface match has to be hard hitting and snug and fair and yeah. you know, no funny business, no shenanigans. It just has to be mano a mano, you know. And uh, that's what these guys are gonna do.
0: Yeah, and I think that. Uh... Prince Devitt uh, basically did this Joker gimmick just to sort of create that it's him and yeah, it's differentiate from Fergal Devitt just in a pair of black trunks to this Prince Devitt. If you see what I'm yeah, on.
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean he's given and he's given you know he's given the people here in the UK something different to look at. Yeah. I mean he uh he had been he had been super successful in Japan already mm. by this point. Um, you know, so he's not just bringing his he could have phoned it in and brought his uh new Japan gimmick over here, but uh he's not. He he went all out here for the people, giving them their money worth.
0: What Jim said was that the reason that he did this Joker gimmick rather than as it became the uh, the the gimmick that they knew in wwe is because he was saving it for that because he'd done it in uh-huh. new japan the demon had turned up in new japan but in different in forms so they wanted to but he didn't want to on this last tour do the demon gimmick so he was doing all sorts of other he turned up as all different characters through the show, yeah, yeah,
1: okay. I, I seem to recall that. Well, here they go; they kick yeah. it off. There's
0: this is interesting. Going for it all. This is interesting. He starts off with his finishing move yeah. in NXT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: but he makes sense, you know, it, It's a babyface face match. Yeah, know, you try to you know just beat the guy real quick. You know, no, uh, with your best move, yeah. one of your best moves. How would you like to take that
0: uh stomp off the top rope glenn um back then probably well when i when i i was fit enough to take it i wouldn't probably mind it because he he looks as though he's quite it it, it looks impactful but i'm sure he never he's never known to hurt anybody with it so yeah yeah yeah, i don't
1: think i'd
0: let anybody other than him do it to me no no definitely not (laughs)
1: I like this spot here too. You know, uh, he's going to come off, and Saber's just so yeah. quick. He got yeah. right back in the ring real quick and hit him with that kick. Mm-hmm. I love Saber. A lot of people don't like. A lot of people think he's boring. You know, which is crazy to me. I don't think he's this, boring at all.
0: This is exactly. I would hope some of our viewers would appreciate him more now, after seeing some of our earlier matches from British wrestling, because. That this is that is the style that he uses. Yeah. And if you yeah. look, there's no never any there's never any rest holds. He might do a headlock no. or he might do an arm bar, but there's still never any rest holds.
1: No, that's right. That's right. Oh, here's the Joker card. Giving <laughs> a show. Giving the people a show. How much would a ticket have costed uh, cost to get in here in twenty sixteen?
0: Twenty quid. Uh, so um uh,
1: That in uh, American money
0: (laughs) Uh, about $35. Oh,
1: my goodness! A bargain, a steal.
0: Hmm. I think this one was uh, uh, because it was in the bigger venue, he tiered it, and I think the top price was a hundred dollars and then 60 and then 40. I think we're trying to work out very quickly in my mind right. conversion right. rates <laughs> because
1: i mean you know even the cheap ticket in this place i mean it looks like there everybody is right on top of the ring so oh, it's yeah. not like there's a bed <laughs> 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 so this is progress chapter 13 and i know mm-hmm. uh, you had told me that uh progress is up over a hundred chapters is what they call their shows i guess yeah uh what's tell me, tell me what makes progress different or more interesting to you than other wrestling organizations?
0: Um, it's the whole organization of it. It's from day one; it's been like a family rather than just turning up to see a bit of entertainment. Um, they've always had; they've always managed to get the best in the country. Um, very few imports. But when they did bring in imports, they were for a reason. It wasn't it was never ever that they were needing to bring people in just for a namesake to sell tickets. There was always a yeah. reason if they brought if they brought in a star from America, there was a reason for it. But like the yeah, thing- They've had
1: some of the they've had some good <laughs> names from New Japan Company too,
0: right? Oh yes. Yeah again that was because they wanted to progress got got a, a big reputation throughout the industry very very quickly and the wrestlers that wanted to actually be on the re- on, on the progress roster you know they they, they could have carried on time in a more Memorial with the, the waiting list until Vince decided he was going to buy up the world Uh, you see what i mean about with uh, this wrist lock yeah Uh, oh
1: yeah i mean you know it's not a
0: rest it's not a rest (laughs) you know he's he's not resting the whole time you know he's manipulating the fingers and which is fall
1: back here boom yeah I mean, yeah he's got his 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 left hand locked down but now he's going for something on his oh, right arm yeah. you know he, he pulls back down on the left arm again to try to soften him up so he can get it
0: yeah i saw a match with zach sabre and pete dunn and i was amazed at the end of the show that they both came away with all their body parts still attached
1: oh man i can't imagine I would think that they'd have fingers and wrists and ankles pointing the wrong way oh, after that thing.
0: yeah. It was brutal. Absolutely brutal.
1: Yeah, and you know, I love Sabre when he I haven't watched a lot of New Japan lately, but uh, I loved him when he was in there with Suzuki, almost yeah. as like uh, Minoru Suzuki's flunky, you know. Yeah. You, just, you just imagine Suzuki torturing Sabre in their practice sessions, you know, and Sabre yeah. loving everything. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah he would he would but he's got to me working that sort of style
1: for him is perfect for him because he's, he's so he's so thin you know he's not a power guy i don't no. know how tall he is uh but he, and he he's just so lanky and stretchy and he's uh, that style is perfect for him i've never ever thought he was boring i've always been a saber guy
0: if you look um i know that um, <laughs> Finn Balor is, he, they say, six one. So I would say that Zach's about the same. Yeah, because they don't would, look uh, a lot of difference in height between them. I would,
1: I would, uh, I think that six one for Balor is a uh, that's a kayfabe number.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen Balor. I mean, not not super up close, but uh, I don't know. Uh, you know they kayfabe their numbers, but it's okay. It's wrestling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've seen. Uh, I've you know even even Andre. You know I've been three feet away from Andre the Giant, and he was huge, but uh not exactly the number that they
0: no, said he was. No. <laughs> well, they were always all, all said with the Undertaker. Look at this seven foot yeah. guy, and he was only six eight six nine really. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: oh wait here's the chair spot
0: yeah now so where are you <laughs> <laughs> no not quite yet
1: Beller getting his own chair from under the ring and i'm thinking okay this isn't a baby face match anymore baby faces don't use chairs he's not gonna <laughs> hit him with the chair is he oh, yes no! he does but he does just one here little we, shot it,
0: here, just... here we go this is where we're all panicking because this yeah. is good you he knows it's going to go back flying backwards here you <sighs> can imagine if this went wrong with the chair flying as well Oh, and oh no if you freeze it <laughs> oh, God, this bit here just there if you freeze it there you can just see a white trainer at the back there i was just behind the referee <laughs> well you
1: know i know that uh you know jim personally he told you to yeah. work right we, there, there,
0: there it, was there was a team of us that were warned that it was going to happen because they wanted people there that a would get out of the way quickly and be catch zach or the chair if it went, right. if either of them went flying off into the crowd,
1: yeah. And if, anybody, the fans, if any fans decide going to go into their business, go into business for themselves, you could uh take care of
0: it, yeah. But fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, the motto of progress wrestling was always don't be a dick, and <laughs> fortunately, they didn't get those sort of people at these shows.
1: Yeah, it seemed like a good crowd. You know, oh. I watched this the first time with the with the sound and the commentary it seemed like a good crowd.
0: Oh very good.
1: There was a near fall there. You know what I like about this match is not there's not you know 30 near falls.
0: No. No. they beat the crap out of one another trying to get to the one fall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Good
1: shots right there. <clears throat> That was a stiff kick. <laughs> Sabre goes oh. limp very well.
0: Oh, he, he does. He, yeah, he's, he's always. His
1: body, his body type, you know, just lends itself <laughs> to a good uh, going limp and collapsing. Yeah,
0: he's, all, he, uh, he's always been good at passing out. That? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but his powers of recovery are remarkable. He goes down like a sack of potatoes, <laughs> but uh, he's up just as quick.
1: It's easy to see what uh, what uh, Triple H and WWE thought about Balor here, they knew what they yeah. were getting. When they were oh, yeah. they man, yeah,
0: and this is it, it, this is probably part of what sold Zach Sabre to uh, New Japan, yeah because of people there, with this being with this being Devitt there they would have been looking at this and thinking well yeah, this, exactly. this, this young english lad's got something that we could use with Devitt going
1: yeah and they could ask they could ask you know mm. Devitt you know hey yeah. tell us about this saber kit, you know that's right <laughs> Yeah, they are and, and, and you know this is definitely strong style i know uh progress has that in their or in their logo where they have had yep. it in their logo you know the birth strong style wrestling you know yep. that's, that's what this is and, this, look, and, this looks like a new japan match
0: and the and the place that gave birth to british strong style
1: there you go yeah here's balor oh that brain buster oh, the saber pops right back up but he's groggy He's still fighting, but he's selling. Great right takedown there. And you know, Balor does mm-hmm. this so well, where he, yeah. he fights out of holds, and you know, yeah. just that O'Reilly match again from this week. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a lot of that sort of stuff. Yeah, Balor is so good at that. It's all about selling. You know, they're selling that they're in this thing. That you know, if 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 they saber gets that arm bar or gets that wrist lock cook mm-hmm. then it's over so he's got to sell it and squirm and he does a great job
0: yeah you can and you can see with both the way that both of them are wrestling that uh, they're both their influences are uk from the 70s and 80s based
1: oh yeah it's a it's a lot of grappling mm. Is that stomp? Oh, second stomp. <laughs> Stop.
0: Oh. And he kicks oh. out again. <laughs>
1: uh, that second one looked worse than the first
0: one. Because <laughs> <laughs> he only caught him with one foot. Yeah. I don't think he got all of that.
1: Oh. Stiff kick to the back of the head. Here's Ballard. Oh, another brain buster. One, two, two three.
0: three. It looks like he uh,
1: he gave him a finger in the uh, rear end just to... Yeah. <laughs> he gave him a little rib, so to speak. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and the crowd, as you all can imagine, if you're not watching this with the sound, the crowd thoroughly enjoyed this one, as well they should have um you know like we mentioned this was Balor um on his way to NXT so um the fans definitely showing their appreciation to him here and uh little sign of respect babyface match uh, if it, you know do this this works
0: <laughs> my mate turned to me when they were doing this and said I think he's checking that he didn't break a rib with that second stomp.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because but it uh, looked so awkward. Yeah. He yeah. didn't catch that quite as well as he should have done. And I nope. think he was a bit worried.
1: And that's when things go wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's when you that that's when you you rush you get you get your finish done as quick as possible. Once that right. you think you've hurt your opponent, you get it out of the way. Now Go there's loss. The now You are right. yeah. All right, thanks. Okay, all right. <laughs> bye. Alright, <laughs> you <I'm> a bitch. The <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Thank God for that. I didn't kill him.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you know. He leaves the ring. He leaves uh, Saber in the ring. Uh, usually, the guy that's leaving the territory, you know, gets the curtain call here. But uh, they're giving it to Saber, and it makes sense, I guess, because if, if Saber is still going to be with Progress for a little while,
0: I don't uh, think he was. I think this. Was, I think really he
1: was going after this.
0: I don't think he was around much. I think he put in an odd appearance. Sort of like oh, guest appearance, but I think he was on his way to Japan not long after okay. this.
1: So there you go; they're showing their appreciation for him uh, before he gets on the airplane and heads to Japan. But uh, great match, great choice. I'm glad, uh, you. glad you chose that one for this week. You know, it, it, you watch a Finn Balor match in 2016, and you watch one in 2021, and um, they're not that different. You know he's and that's not a bad thing because they're good they're all good you know the guy can yeah. work his ass um so it just it just highlights here if you're watching if you watch this with this what nxt saw in the guy and what wwe saw in the guy and they knew that they could put this guy at the top of the card and it's one of those interesting what ifs you know if he had not gotten injured you know because he was the first universal champion you know, if he had not gotten injured in that match and had to give up the belt, oh uh, yeah, what could have been?
0: <laughs> yeah, it totally different, totally different scenario without if he kept the belt.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But uh, but anyway, that was a a great choice, a match right up my alley, uh, and we got to uh, the the extra bonus of our buddy Glenn actually being in the arena during this match and um taking care of it if he had to he is the forest gump of the internet wrestling community he is everywhere you never know where he'll <laughs> turn up uh so anyway uh yeah so that was episode 15 of piece of business podcast uh glenn i think we have uh, is the royal rumble a week from today or am i way off
0: It's the end of the month. No, so two two weeks.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. It you know time is just has totally no meaning anymore. um, I do not keep anything straight.
0: Saying that, um, I looked it up and I thought it said it was the thirtieth, but I could be wrong because it seems like they're plugging it for next week.
1: I thought that's what made me wonder exactly when it was because uh it seems like the, the momentum towards it has been building. Uh no, I'm looking at it now. It says January 31st. Yeah. So still a few weeks away. Still a few weeks away. But uh so yeah, that'll that'll be something to look forward to. That's always one of my favorite events of the year. and We'll see how it's like uh, you know, with no crowd in attendance. But uh you know always a highlight of the year for me is the royal rumble
0: yeah
1: and i know that uh you know i've got a number and uh work in progress is uh, uh royal rumble pool i got number three this year you got so number
0: 17 as well
1: seven okay that's right that's right so maybe maybe we'll get lucky we'll see who our wrestlers are but we'll get more on that as we get closer to the event because they know. Uh, So, yeah, we like to thank everybody for listening. Thanks, everybody, for watching along with
0: us. Can I just Uh, just say before we wind up um, talking about our friends over at Work in Progress, next Saturday, uh, 9.30 Eastern, on Twitter, they're doing a watch-along of the 1988 Royal Rumble match, and they'll be doing a drinking game.
1: I I saw their drinking game.
0: i volunteered to be part of uh, Steve Singori's team for that drinking game. So that's going to be interesting because it's it's going to be in the middle of the night and I'll be knocking back lagers (laughs) along with the AWI pod crew. Tell
1: us again what day that is. Sorry? Tell us again what day that is.
0: That's uh, next Saturday. Um... Oh, Go back. yeah Next Saturday, live on Twitter at nine thirty Eastern Time. Yeah, yes. we're gonna
1: have to. Uh, we're gonna have to be awake and watching that at that point. Yeah. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna plug that, uh, help unplug that this week, and try to get as many folks uh, watching that as well. That's gonna be a good time. But uh, so, yeah, everybody, thank you. Uh, work in progress, folks. Everybody over there. Uh, we will be checking you guys out thank you of course always to our friends at DDT Wrestling DC and Doc and the rotating third chair uh, doing good work over there everybody should check them out if you don't already um, Glenn any final thoughts before we sign off
0: uh, check out DC's uh, in, uh, solo little show this week where he did a, a mini tournament of women wrestlers and buy the book, so check that out okay. as well wherever you get your podcasts of choice through the DDT Network. will. Uh, second a that
1: recommendation: anybody that loves tournaments, anybody that loves women's wrestling, definitely check that out. So uh, until. Next time, I am Jeremy at EPL and NFL. He is Glenn Abbott at GA Nut. We will see you next week. Glenn, say goodbye.
0: Goodbye.